But by the way, Ade, I know you mentioned Arsenal, but I'm not dragging top four with you, sir. For all the listeners out there, I'm Sedi. <laughs> you guys know what my prediction was at the start of the season. Number seven. Number seven. <laughs> I guess we're Arsenal. Guess we're Arsenal at the table right now. Seven. My team and my expectations are aligned right now. We are uh, very, we're well, very much in sync right now. We're all dining at the same table. <laughs> <laughs> the kiddies table. <laughs> what's happening people welcome back to another episode of red divided myself tommy you got Addy here. You got myself, Ham, aka Marvin Morgan. Rest in peace, brother. Um, a lot of you who watched the uh, visuals will see me wearing this hat, got it in different colours so regularly. Fresh Ego Kid, which is the um, the clothing brand that <clears throat> the brother Marvin and Morgan set up. A lot of you would know that, well, not a lot of people, but. Some people know that Marvin Morgan used to play football, non-league, um, retired, set up this clothing brand, got a store, got it into Foot Locker, got it into a lot of mainstream, high street stores, and um, suddenly passed away today, which is quite touching to me because I saw him um, a couple of weeks back when I went to the store to pick up some bits. So, um, yeah, hearing the news was um, was a lot. So, um, yeah, rest in peace to Marvin Morgan, a very, very good brother, man. Rest in paradise, brother, man. Rest in peace to you. Rest in peace. Um, yeah. I don't know him personally myself, but um, obviously I've seen a lot of tribute on, this, on social media. So, um, rest in peace to him and praise to his family. So, yeah, I thought I, get, I needed, to get that, needed to get that out there, man. Especially... No, um, man, yeah. No worries, man. In this day and age, man, well, just you have to thank God, man, because he's a young man too, man. He's a very young day, man. Every, every day, day that we get is, is bro, it's not it's to a, be taken for granted. Trust me, it's a big blessing. It's a big blessing. Cool. Um, all right, cool. Um, all right, where should we start this week? To be honest, we've got quite a bit to go um, go through. Um, it's a funny week in football. We always say on this podcast that um, football comes at you real fast. Um, last week we sat here, um, we, we were discussing the Arsenal um, Arsenal United game, and Arsenal was five points ahead of us. And um, a week later, yeah, we're a point in front of Arsenal. Um, so obviously Arsenal lost two games in a row. We might as well get straight to it. Get to the first game. Which is the um, the United and Arsenal game? Um, I'll go into it first, and I obviously I like you guys to um, share your thoughts on it. For me, I just thought like that game showed like just basically demonstrate the good and the bad of both um, from a United perspective. We were just awful the first ten minutes. Like literally, it was. It was a Chelsea game again, the first 10 minutes, because I think Arsenal got corners upon corners. And um, 
And once again, we had to rely on like individual brilliance. And that's what got us through anyway, which, yeah. Now I was happy about that. Um, got the three points. What are your thoughts on it, Pam? Um, Ade is going to have to speak because um, I didn't watch the game. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I didn't watch the game. I saw like the highlights, the three minute highlights on Sky Sports. It was on Amazon. I don't have Amazon. I don't know how to stream matches no more because uh, all my all my apps don't work. So um, I followed the game on Flash Score, and then um, when you lot went three two up, I threw my phone away, so I didn't um, follow it. <laughs> so I didn't um, follow it no more. But from the highlight, I think obviously I've had conversations with people, and um, apparently both teams are shit. And um, yeah, you guys won the game. So I don't want to talk about you because, like I said, I didn't watch the game. So. But obviously, kudos to you guys. You guys got the three points. Ronaldo, big game, big players, got a double. Um, what else? Our first goal, a lot of people were messaging me because obviously people thought I was watching the game about the first goal. So obviously I was on Twitter as well. So Twitter was showing me the clips in it as it was going on. And um, I didn't understand why my United friends were cussing me, saying that, oh, you guys are cheats. You can... Brother. <laughs> Fred stepped on his own player. <laughs> and it, was, it wasn't a head injury. And we scored. I don't understand what the problem was. People it mix was... up what would be nice to happen and what should actually happen, right? Because in an ideal world, the player's injured, you left. But nothing's wrong with it. There's yeah. actually nothing wrong with it. So, I, so think the, I, I, think, I think the delay was because they wasn't sure whether the ref blew before um, the ball went in the net. <coughs> yeah, and they were probably confused as well. That's a very confusing situation to be in. Yeah. So Stockley Park were probably are probably the ones that helped him because he was probably just confused at what do I do now? Mm-hmm. And it's one of those ones I think if it had gone against any team, if it was the other way around, the fans would have felt a bit somehow. But regardless, it was the right decision. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was a goal anyway. As soon as that um Sky showed the replay, I knew there was nothing wrong with it. So um yeah, it's a it's a hard one to take, but I think the turning point for the game was our goal before half time. Um, only God knows what could have happened if you won. I'm not saying we wouldn't have won the game, but I think that's really the turning point for the game because, as I can say, both teams were poor. Um, I won't say Arsenal was poor the first 15 minutes, um, but I've always said this about Arsenal um, on the pod. I just don't know what it is. They start off on the front foot, they get a goal ahead. And all of a sudden, they sit back. They do that time and time again. Literally, United was all over the place the first five, ten minutes in that game. All over the place. And for some reason, Arsenal got their goal and just sat back. Which is just... I, I can't understand for the life of me. And Arsenal, does, they tend to do that time and time again. Obviously, we go into today's game. It's, it's another example of um, of Arsenal just not enforcing their dominance in the game and literally you sit back until something happens and all of a sudden want to react. Which, I mean, like, the game's, the game's gone away because you, it was a poor United performance on, on the day. I'll be honest with you, it was a very, very poor United performance. We should have not won, we should not won that game. But if I wasn't going to play like that, then we'll take, <laughs> the, you know I mean? we'll take the three points. Because, yeah, we should have not won that game. Um, but, look, if you guys are going to play like that, we'll definitely take that. So, um, And I think yeah, that yeah. three points were important for us. To be honest, I thought we were going to win regardless of how we played. Like, 
before the match, I was just confident, not because I'm confident in who we are, but it was just like it's it's about time. Yeah, remember we said that on the pod last week. Yeah, yeah, it was just like it's about time, and I, and that same thing. I didn't care about Ronaldo not playing against Chelsea because I just felt he was going to score against Arsenal. So everything was like, I just, it's going to happen. But I remember watching it. Good thing of was, you know, when a team looks like they're trying, like United seemed there that they were running hard. Yeah, but they weren't running. If you understand <laughs> what I mean, like that's like if you tell me to sum up what I saw from United. Mm. running but then you've run but you aren't anywhere you're in the same spot that you you were in the f- first place so it looked as if they were trying to prove something than mm. like mm. playing well take the win like, I don't think it was a, a vintage performance in any way yeah. shape or form but at the moment we just need points we just need points Eric catch cool. you later on uh, wherever you may end up <laughs> just, just on the. You did you did you see Aubameyang's um miss hand? Uh no no I don't think they showed on the highlight I didn't see it. Don't talk I about Aubameyang. No I'm trying to wait describe it how was the miss I didn't I didn't see it. What it was, was it? Cross and um it, was, it literally just hit it to David De Gea it was three on goal um someone crossed the ball in and it just literally hit it to David De Gea. No I didn't see it. Like it was it was woeful. Like if if I was cussing him before. <laughs> like, Obama, nah, blood, nah. yeah. He's, it's either he's not trying or his confidence is yeah, I think finished. It's, yeah, I don't think. Fin- I, I don't think it's him not trying. I just those last last chances, like the last, like the Newcastle game, the Arsenal game, and today, you can't pick him right because of, normally Obama, if he's not scoring, doesn't add anything to the game. Now you've got. And Obama and that's not scoring, not adding anything to the game, and his confidence must be done. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he should yeah, might as well send him to play with the under what age groups do you guys have? Twenty threes, eighteens? Fourteen. It was four. It was score against those ones. Yeah. Um, um cool. So um What do you not feel about Michael Carrick though? Michael Carrick leaving. I leave in the club completely. Don't give yeah, a damn, bro. Yeah, I'm not care. Okay. Um, wasn't yeah, shocked. Yeah. Shocked or not shocked? Nah. Yeah, no, you, I, wasn't, you, I wasn't so shocked. But I my, think he's going at it. Yeah. So sorry, my default is um when a new manager comes in, most of them bring in their own their own players anyway, or their own team. Mm. And all of that, oh United through and through, it don't mean shit, bro. It don't mean shit. So bring someone else. We we've had through and through for the last three years. <laughs> he really do us anything. So let like Carrick go. I hope he does very. Trying to say anything bad about him, but I just don't see it as anything. People, yeah, you know, oh, I don't care. Let him get another job and do what he's doing. It's not. It's not a big deal. Wish yeah, I think he clarified it himself anyway in his interview. He said that when he first retired, he was supposed to take a break. He promised his family that he was going to take a break. And uh, he didn't, he didn't um, obviously fulfill that promise, and he just thought this is another opportunity. So he definitely made it seem as if it was his choice. No one pushed him out. But I feel like it, either way, it was only the sensible thing to do. If you got a new coach and let him bring his own team, and, and I think to be fair, the reason why some of them guys are probably still in the job and haven't left is because Ralph said that 
a lot of his team are currently in the job. So, yeah. And he can't possibly pull them up for six months. He has nothing to offer them. And he doesn't have anything more than six months to offer them. So, um, mm. I'm guessing that's why I still got a lot of the, um, a lot of the um, coaching staff in. So, um, I think they have to be strategic with it in terms of who, what coaching teams they bring in. He said he's still going to bring one or two in, but the majority of his main coaching staff are all in a, all in so he work. He brought his number two, didn't he? He brought in one of them. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, so look, all the best. Like Michael Carrick is one of my um, all-time favorites. So um, nothing to do with him as a player, but yeah. um, nothing negative. Just yeah, it, it's just it is what it is. That's the thing. Yeah, it, it just got to move on. Like personally, I want him. I want him to um, join the England um, setup. That's what I want. As soon as I heard that he was leaving, I thought, okay, cool. I hope I hope yeah. Gareth. I hope Gareth gives him a call, and um, even if it's a conversation, and just see where his head is at. If he wants to come on a part-time basis. But I hope I hope Michael is involved with England, even if it's the under twenty one to help Lee Carsey out. I know Julian Lescott's down there with Ashley Cole. So if Michael goes there, or with the first team with Gareth and Steve Holland and Chris Powell. But yeah, mm-hmm. I wish Michael all the best. Love Michael Carrick as a player, and I think he died. I think he acquitted himself really well in the three games with United. Uh, was it Villarreal, um, Chelsea, and us? Mm-hmm. And I don't think he lost any of the three games, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I know he said, and I know, and I know he said something about Fred in terms of he tweaked his position. So, and Fred looked well. He played well the other day when I watched well, him. <laughs> Give him the ball. <laughs> he played well the other day when I watched him. So, um, well, the, uh, but, um, yeah, made, yeah. So, his best today, but there's no. He got point, two man. assists against Arsenal as well, you know. Yeah, man, but <laughs> when you're running into your own people, man, but I don't know what's going on there. I know the amount of times we talked on this podcast, how many times United players run into each other. Like, how you... <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. They're all colorblind. When you're running into your own people, it wasn't the ideal start. Um, we might as well move on because um, if I didn't watch the game, um, obviously the listeners will want an awesome perspective. If didn't watch the game, we might as well just um, yeah, move other on. Games. Yeah, oh, other games. games. All right, cool. You watched um, tonight's game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I watched. I watched the game. I watched the game right, for that. We'll, I watched we'll the game dig into tonight's game in a bit. Um, Adi, you didn't get to watch the first half of like um Ralph um United. Oh, I didn't watch any of it, you know. So this um, is a, this doesn't boil down well for the listeners, boy. Like, nah. <laughs> was it on Sky Sports? No, it wasn't. Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't. But how did you watch it? You know. Yeah, I watched the United game. My dad, my dad's got a stream, so my dad, so I, was, yeah. I was with my dad. Yeah, he so. knew people. So yeah, <laughs> so, I, so I missed it. Um, I think first half I was out there making money in it. That's 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 my my thing on the weekend. But so I missed the first half, and I remember calling Tom straight away to say like how they play because obviously I understand it's only the like it's only a day's training, but has there been anything we can see at all? And obviously, Tom said it was like there's a bit of a change in the gameplay and stuff. But then I wasn't on Sky and then tried to watch your match of the day. But yeah. I've never been so disinterested in watching the game on match of the day. The full thing. Because match of the day only gives you glimpses. And I'm like, no, nah, I want to actually fully analyze how we're doing. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're still lost from what I did see so obviously things haven't fully changed but hopefully we're going in the right direction it sounds as if we've picked up 
whether or not we can sustain it physically is another thing entirely. But hopefully, in January, since then, in December, we'll start to see see a few significant changes. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you call me in the first half. I mean, after the first half, man. I thought the first half was actually really good. Um. In terms of how we um set out, um, we were playing four two two two, and um, with all the talk of like Ronaldo not being able to press and all sorts, he was doing exactly that, and we was actually pressing in as a team. Um. We was winning the ball. I think the stats also, also showed it. I think that's the first time we won the ball. I think we won it in the opposition half, was it the box, 12 times. And we haven't done that. I can't remember. The last time we've done that was when Fergie was at United, which is, <laughs> tro- which is atrocious. It's, a, it's atrocious. And that's just the first 45 minutes. My only concern is, as Ade said, I think when you called me in the, after the first half, I said that to be able to play like that, it takes a, it takes a toll on you physically. And I don't think... Um, our players are physically fit. I don't think they they've been drilled in training physically in terms of like pushing them, pushing their body to the limit. Because in order for you to play like that, you have to be like your um, cardio level must be insane. And I was concerned that we won't be able to sustain it for like ninety minutes, but which is true. So we weren't able to sustain it. So in the second half, what I, what I actually wanted was just for us to score. Even a one year victory was going to do me. Um, and, and we got exactly that. Um, the second half wasn't as pretty as the first half. The first half was pretty good, to be honest with you, from my perspective. Um, and it actually looks as if we have a plan. And I think that's the most important thing. Like the, the boys are actually, the team was actually playing. In the but Ole also had a plan. His plan was <laughs> not to have a plan. <laughs> so, yeah, so we had, it looks as if we actually had a plan. And um, yeah, and second half wasn't that great, but we got the goal we needed. I think the only thing the first half needed was a goal. That goal was nice as well. Yeah, yeah, very, very good goal. Okay. The yeah, swinger though, but good goal. Yeah, and yeah, not, so not as good as Lucas Moura's, but it was, it was. Ooh. Yeah, Lucas Moura's goal was a dirty goal. Ah, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we will see. I think we got Norwich next. I think we have got on. Obviously, I just said we have short time during the um, December period, um, in terms of the amount of games that we have. But we do have a decent run of games. We've got the best season in this period. Thank you, Adi. I'm about to say, decent is an understatement of the year. Best mix for December. So, if. No, Adi, you don't play a top team until March the 1st. Man City. Bro, you can't (laughs) play top teams in December. You'll just be dying. So, dying. So, um, yeah. Dulux's run is mad. Yeah, so we'll, we'll definitely take that because if you do need to implement. Or any all your ideas, it's against the opposition, the likes of like um Norwich how you want to be doing it again. So if they uh, don't deal with us, they yeah, should be in Spurs, but Spurs are just they didn't want to score some goals. Yeah, and, and I think that's the thing with those um teams, isn't it? They really they don't take they don't tend to take their chances. So we did we've got a run of games. Let me tell you that one. Let me tell you that. What are you saying, Ham? You watched the game. You watched our game, innit? What are your thoughts on on um, Ralph? Yeah, good man. Good. Um, interesting that four two 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 um four two 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 system. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But um, it was in when he broke it down as well. I love I love all that stuff about football. It's not just watching it. I love all that mm. insight and explaining why people do it. It's the reason why Pep Guardiola is my second dad, just breaking everything down. So it was interesting to see when Ralph broke it down, the reason why he went with Sancho and Bruno as the two tens and to see it actually um, come to fruition on the pitch. So, yeah, it looked good. I don't know how... I don't know whether that will be his go-to for the rest of the games. Um, but my only takeaway was... Because um, I tweeted and I messaged my other Breaking News United fan. Wan-Bissaka doesn't get back into this team. <laughs> With Dallow's performances, Wan-Bissaka doesn't... There's, there's no need for him. Like, literally, you know how I feel about fullbacks that offer nothing going forward. He offers nothing going forward, so... And Dallo offers a lot going forward. And I will take that. Me personally, Ham, I will take that as a fullback. I don't want my fullbacks to be ultra-defensive. It's just my opinion, isn't it? Some people prefer their fullbacks to be shit on the football, but stop crosses. I don't give a shit about that. Can you help us in the build-up? So um, that's what I took away from the United game. I thought Palace, they, they huffed and puffed, but I couldn't see them scoring at all. And um, yeah, United got the three points. Good goal by Fred. But yeah, I just don't see wan getting back into this team. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you said that because I said that to Ale too on Sunday. I said exactly the same thing. Um, the only issue with Dalo is just defensively he's not that great. It's even not that great is an understatement. Um, he's actually poor defensively. Hopefully, he can improve that aspect of his game. But considering what wan I mean, Dalo offers us going forward, Compared to Wambasaka, is a massive difference. A massive, massive. There was a, there was a pass that um, Dalot played to um, at our first goal uh, against. No, is it our first oh, goal? Oh, Ronaldo against goal. us. Against yeah, us. Yeah. The reverse so, with uh, the left foot. Yeah, reverse. Oh, Wambasaka would never make that pass. In a Ade, Wambasaka would have broke his left leg yeah. if he attempted that no, pass. His, his, brain, his brain would have frozen. <laughs> I don't would've... think he can think of doing that. So not, not in a million years. Do you know what I mean? Not in a million years. And. I mean, oh, just, he's never really been given the chance at United, but you can understand why because the first, I don't know why. It's, yeah, I, I just don't know what it is with him. His, his lack of concentration, um, yeah, it's poor reading of like the game sometimes when it's when it's defending. But going forward, there's no doubt about um, about him going forward. Um, if well, if he if he can um, get him playing, then yeah. I think my main concern I was telling Ade with that for me with um, the way we played on Sunday was probably we need better personnel in the middle of the park. Like obviously the likes of um, it's great us like pressuring at top, but it's also what matters is what you do with the ball when you do get it. And I just feel like with the likes of um, McTominay and Fred, they're always like we. We know that's that's the strength, their strength, right? Um, pressuring players and winning the ball back, but it's what they do with the ball once they get it. I don't think if you go across the league, I'll be very surprised if this two are not top five on like the amount of times they've lost the ball. Like there must be. I, I don't know what the stats is, but this guy's yeah, like you can throw a Thomas Party in there with them too. <laughs> can can I ask a question? Why is Party always shooting? Like obviously, maybe I haven't watched him play that, but does he score a lot of like long range goals? In the oh, Ade, you see, Ade, you see, Ade, you see when he shoots here, yeah, I'm already waiting for the goalkeeper to take a goal kick. Like, <laughs> yeah, why so, do so, them so, take so, free so. kicks sometimes? Because I'm like, there must be something. I, no, because he scores them. In, he, scores, he scores them in training. I forgot. Ah, yeah, I'm he scores free confused. kicks in training. All the time. 
I'm just like, what? why? Why is he kick, kicking yeah, the ball out? Yeah, yeah. What's wrong? And, he, and he's guaranteed to have one or two at least every game. Every game. game. Yeah, like I said, when he shoots, I'm just waiting for the goalkeeper to take a goal kick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah, if I'll be I'll be very surprised. It's the amount of times this guy leaves the ball. It's unreal. It's all great winning the ball back for us. But if you're but I think we're gonna say that. Sorry to cut you T. I think what the point you're making is always gonna be valid. But I think you can make this point every week until United get new personnel. You'll always have that concern about your midfield. Yeah, not that, yeah, the personnel is just not good enough. So it's until yeah. you guys get midfielders like Trinini, just proper midfielders that can handle the football. Mm. United fans are gonna say this every week. <laughs> bro, obviously I know, but I'm just I'm talking in terms of like my concern of like the um of his um, tactics. So, yeah, we're always going to say that because it's not been about making the right pass. They, they don't know how to protect the ball. See you know what I mean? So, it's not like like someone like Kante, for example. It's not the greatest passes, but it's about using your brain and understanding your limitation and not doing what you know you're not capable mm-hmm. of doing. Giving the ball to someone that no can do it. So, I mean, you win the ball back, look for someone. You don't, you don't need to make that 30-yard pass. Guess who's lost the ball the most this season? Who? Fred. Wolfred Zaha. Oh. No, but I don't mind that, though. I don't mind my... Someone like that who's trying no, to make like things him. happen. He's a bum. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, in, in the context of that, he's... Yeah, I'll be more thinking about middle of the park. Someone the out wide. At the, top, the players at the top of the list are all players that try to make things happen. Exactly. So, I don't mind that. I don't mind all that. I don't mind that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just... um. Yeah, so with them guys, so it's just about, as I said, them understanding the limitation. You don't have to try that 50-yard pass. Just give it short to, like, a Bruno. Give it short to, like, a... Um, do that. And I think, by a player understanding limitation, and know, like, even the small things you do, people appreciate that more. And I think that's the issue. And I think, not that we can't do well with, our, um, with them playing, we can, but it's just them understanding that, look, I'm not a great passer. Let me just pass it short. Let me give it to like the Bruno, the um, the public limitations. Yeah, it's literally that's all it is, man. That's literally that's all it is with them. But um, look, as Ham said, we're just literally we'll be here every week talking about it because nothing changes. Absolutely nothing changes every week. Ralph, Ralph said he likes Fred though. Ralph said he likes Fred a lot. So yeah, we'll see what he does with him. We'll see what he does with him. As Ade said, like. Everyone was working hard, but they weren't actually doing anything. It's all great working hard. Mm. <laughs> but if you're not doing anything, then uh, that's the then, one uh, thing I could take away from that awesome match. If you're not, it just doesn't make sense. But yeah, um, so yeah, we'll take that, man. We'll take that. Look, um, I mean, just need some serious points in this run of games, man. If we can get that happen and get that to happen, then because this top four is not going to be easy, you know. Yeah, of course, bro. Like West Ham, <sighs> I feel like West Ham. They're not getting nowhere, bro. They're not going nowhere, but they're, they're gonna they're gonna be there for the whole season. So. But, yeah. but I feel like they um recruit in um December. I don't think they'll be January. There. January yeah, yeah, sorry, in January. 100%, if they're not buying if they don't buy in January, then they might as well forget it. I was shocked they didn't do enough. I don't know how you guys felt, but I was sh- I I I genuinely think they didn't do enough in the summer. I mean I know they brought in Vlasic and they brought in um Kral, but I, I, they, and Kurt. Kurt was massive for them. But I still don't think they've done enough. And yeah, I'm, I'm with you. If Ogbonna's out for a sustained amount of time and we don't know what Kurt, how long Kurt's going to be out for. I know he's supposed to have a scan yesterday or today and obviously West Ham will let us know how long he's out for. Diop and um, Dawson to do 
the Europa League and the Prem. And that's also hoping that um, Antonio's hamstrings last for the whole season. Yeah. But they have to do business. In, they have to. They have to get Jesse back and they have to get enough. They have to do like two or three in, yeah, in January to make up for what they didn't do yeah. in the summer. And also just because teams buy in January anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think they definitely have. But they will be there for the whole season, though. For me, anyway. Yeah, I yeah. I feel like they will. My concern going into the season, the reason why I thought they weren't going to be there, they were not going to be there, was because I didn't feel like they'd done enough in the summer. And we go into January with December, the run of games coming up in December. Like, look, it was a great game on Saturday. They won. Well done to them. But that was a good game. You can't play game. at that intensity with the same players two, three times a week. That we that that will take eventually take the toll on their players, so they definitely have to freshen up. You got a week off this week, though. <clears throat> you got a week off. They can go rest. Yeah, they yeah can, he can um, say, he can send the youngsters. He can send the youngsters. Oh, the three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. yeah, yeah. So you can basically basically just rest them um, this week. But yeah, yeah what, what was you gonna say about the top four, Tom? You was gonna say, um, or was it you, Ade, that said? Yeah, it's I not gonna be easy. You're gonna make a point about who's gonna be challenging for the top four. Yeah, so. What was it? Yeah. So when we won, I looked at the table and I was like, it's joyful, but we're not guaranteed nothing. Mm. Like you look at West Ham there, if we want to or not, you have to factor in Arsenal. If we like it or not, you have to factor in Spurs as well. And I'm With like, Conte, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, this is going to be tight. Like, forget the top three. This, this fourth <laughs> position, no one's guaranteed anything. We got our own little league going on down here, <laughs> <B>. <laughs> I'm like, forget names, forget names. Yeah. Everyone, got someone our own little out. league going on. Yeah, like three or four people have to miss out. It's not an option. What's that league that we used to play in every Thursday? What was it called? Every Wednesday, what was it called? <laughs> dream leagues. <laughs> dream leagues. That's it. We got, own, we got our own little dream leagues going on down here. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, yeah, no, it's gonna it's gonna be hard, man. Nothing's guaranteed to anyone, and I'm not gonna bank on it because look at Spurs, especially if they give Conte money too to strengthen in January. But then, then the thing it is in January is what top player are you really gonna get in January? You don't need a top player. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say the you smart manager. You got. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You taking the words out of us. Yeah. So what? Um, you feel like with Spurs, midfield. <clears throat> no, because that's probably that where they're lacking to be honest with you, and the centre backs too. To be honest, they feel and centre backs just add an extra body to it, and they're fine. No, no, not just add an extra body. Like Ade said, add better than what yeah, they have, which be. is not hard. Which is not, which hard. is not hard. Add better than Skip yeah. and Eric Dyer. There's not yeah. and Davison Sanchez. That's three players that hard. they just have to go and get better than them three. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. From the top of my head, I can't really think of. Who they can get. Yeah, players out there. That's what I was going to say. The point I was going to make on top of Ade's was a top manager like a Conte or whoever else is it, David Moyes or whatnot, will know what players can help him in the system that they want to play that's better than what they already have, especially Conte. Conte will have a list of probably five names he's already given Daniel Levy. take for most leagues. Yeah, and, I, and they don't need to be... Because you see what he done with Inter Milan. He didn't go and get top players. He went and got Ashley Young, Victor Moses, Darmian, just, and he won a league. As long as I've got players that can fit into the system that I want to implement here, I'm good. I can get you top four. That's probably what he told Daniel. I can get you top four. Well, Premier League, we are the Premier League. You can go to a team like Saluso or something and take one of their star midfielders. Mm. Go to like Mm. Fiorentina, take one of their players. 
Cool. We'll see anyway. We'll see how whether um, any other transfer in, in January helps anybody. But by the way, Ade, I know you mentioned Arsenal, but I'm not dragging top four with you, sir. For all the listeners out there, I'm Sedi. <laughs> you guys know what my prediction was at the start of the season. Number seven. Number seven. <laughs> I guess we're Arsenal. Guess we're Arsenal at the table right now. Seventh. My my team and my expectations are aligned right now. We are very, we're very much in sync right now. We're all dining at the same table. <laughs> <laughs> the kiddies table. No, and, um, uh, and a couple of weeks ago, I did say, as long as I hang on to West Ham's coattails, I've had a good season, and I'm still not moving away from that. As long as I'm just alongside West Ham or somewhere thereabouts. I'm good, man. West Ham having a blinding season, man. David Moyes pick you up each and every time. Cool. Um, obviously, let's just go on to Arsenal. Obviously, I know you're saying that um, you're not hanging on to like the top four hole. Um, no, no, of course not, man. We have two eight, two, two eight play finishes. <laughs> um, well, then, like, just looking at the games, for example, look, um, I think you discussed this at the beginning of the season in terms of like, obviously you predicted that you thought that like, um, if someone's going to drop out of the top four, it's going to be more likely to be Manchester United. Um, with, with it being up for grabs, why shouldn't Arsenal really like go for it? Because like when I watch a game, as I said, like once Arsenal plays football, you are a threat to the opposition. But I just don't understand him. Like this, this is—I honestly don't know. I, it might just be me, but I feel like as soon as you score a goal, it don't matter how quick you score, the guy is already sitting back to defend the lead. Like it just doesn't make sense. I like, just like if you're gonna concede two, three, concede because at, at this rate, when you're sitting back, you're conceding anyway. And I think as much as we get on Abba too, which look, I'm not—I'm not trying to defend Abba because you, you already know my thought on Abba. I don't think I... you guys. <laughs> I don't think you guys also create enough because once yeah, you score goal, once you score once you score you're chilling like look at this game look at today's game for example like West Ham I mean Everton got an equaliser all of a sudden you create two three chances but where was all of that if like if the Blades are capable of it bear in mind like Goodison Park was tense the fans was on them like the there was there was so much noise. Any little mistake Everton made, you guys like same thing when you was at Old Trafford. You guys always failed to capitalize on this. Like, and I don't know for him, man. Look, he just I just feel like you guys can definitely do better than than what what he's doing. Like, I just don't understand the fact that he lost to sit back once you guys go ahead. That don't make sense to me. That honestly don't. But let's go into the stick today's game. What's your thoughts on today's game? First half was absolute dog shit from both teams. It's probably one of the worst 45 minutes I've watched. So both teams were shocking. But everyone are shocking anyway. So there's no surprises there. But we was... Our transitional play today was just... I mean... I've had a heavy heart all day. So I tried not to get angry because... I just think about life and all sorts of things. And Tom, you saw the message I put into the group as well. Yeah. So I've had a lot to think about. So... Watching the game today, I didn't want to get no hypertension or nothing. I just wanted to watch the game. And whether we win, lose or draw, it doesn't really affect me too much. I know Sam put in the group, Ham's given up. I haven't given up. I just know where my team is at. So I'm just rolling with the punches. Win, lose, draw, on to the next. But 
our transitional play in that first half was so frustrating. The build-up play was so bad. And I think that's why the first half was so poor. We got our goal. Um, it was a good goal, actually. So actually, actually a bit of football that we played. But we didn't deserve to win. If we're calling this way, we did not deserve to win today. We could have won. And we could have snuck a draw with Eddie and Ketel missing from one yard out. And Aubameyang missing, which is missing the target, which is unforgivable there. We could have still got away with a point. And if we did get a point, it would have literally been that. Got away with a point. As bad as Everton were, we were equally as bad. And why we can't get top four is that we do not play enough high-level football with any sort of quality for long enough. It's just, it's, it's, that's, that's just calling a spade a spade. You say the United game, we might have played well to start with, but then we faded away. And today, apart from that period that you mentioned to you when we created like two or three back-to-back, yeah. That's the only that's the only sustained period. This is Everton away. Everton haven't won in eight. So that now speaks of the opposition that they're playing, i.e. being Arsenal. How bad were we today? Not how bad are we in, in the grand scheme of things, because we still picked up points elsewhere. But just today was really bad. It was, it was and we didn't deserve we didn't deserve to win. Um a draw would have been fair ish, but in saying that. I think Richarlison's second goal was a goal, even though they called it offside. Yeah. I thought it was onside. So if that was me, I would have given it. I definitely think Ben Godfrey should have got sent off. So we should have been playing against 10 men from the first half. I don't think that was... Um, I don't think it was even up for discussion. He stepped on Tommy Ashley's face. VAR should have called it back. Mike should have had to go look at it. And he should have sent him off. End of. But whether that happened or not, it doesn't excuse the fact that we lost 2-1 away to Everton, which is, they are a very poor side watching them again, watching them live today, realising how bad they are. But it just highlights how bad we are and, um, yeah, and why we probably will finish 7th, 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 8th because of performances like this. No, but and then, and then another point, is... and another point, another point I want to make quickly too before you go. This is the part when I really did get angry. I saw Eddie and Keta come on at left wing. Well, wait, Everton. We want to win the game, right? Because Arsenal Football Club, we want to go everywhere and win, especially to Goodison. We bring on a boy who doesn't want to be there, or who, who doesn't hasn't signed a contract, and we've got our record signing and seventy-two million Pepe sitting on the bench. So clearly, that means Arteta doesn't fancy Pepe. That's just doesn't fancy him. But he's a natural out out wide. You bring a guy who's a striker who's not a striker in my eyes definitely not an Arsenal-level striker, to go play left wing. And then, when he gets in front of goal, what does he do? He misses from two yards out. And that right there, I couldn't believe what the manager was doing. I don't know what he was thinking. I'd love to see. I haven't watched his post-match interview because obviously we jumped onto this. But I just want to know. I hope someone asks him what was his thought behind bringing Eddie on. Because I know he brought Eddie on at Old Trafford, which I thought was a joke. But I think today was a bigger joke. And well done, Everton, man. And Damari Gray, mm. Mm. lovely, well, lovely, well, go. lovely. Well, go. I haven't, I haven't been feeling well all day, and then I can't lie, that goal cheered me up. <laughs> lovely, <laughs> lovely goal, lovely that goal. goal cheered me up. I literally, I've been under the covers all day. I think you know what? I'm just gonna get as much rest as possible before we jump on. And then I watched the, like you said, Ham. The first half was so poor. I'm thinking, 
Everton, I'm, I think they would have sacked him today if, if Arsenal would have won because it wasn't so much about the performance. Well, the game, they were so poor. Poor, poor, poor. They were so poor. I just thought, even how they was managing to create chances, I think we didn't see it. I didn't see it, but yeah, they were so poor, man. Um, just a quick one, just a quick, just a touch on a couple questions before, before Addy goes. So, um, you mentioned that for some reason you're not able to sustain your attack for long periods of the game. Why do you think that that is? I'll just put it down to quality. I'll just put it down to quality in terms of the quality in um the the middle of the park, keeping the football. I think Thomas Party was honest when he said that he's been a four out of ten since he's been with us. Um, his performances haven't been up to scratch and he plays in a pivotal position for us. If we're going to, if we have any ambitions of controlling a football game, we have to be good in the middle of the park. And we're just not, we're just not good in the middle of the park for sustained periods of time in terms of rotating the ball. And it doesn't always have to go forward. I play in the middle. It doesn't always have to go forward. Sometimes it can just rotate it between the back until something shows up. But we tend to try and force things sometimes. So that's one of the reasons. I just don't think I just don't think we're good enough quality wise anyway in the middle of the park sometimes. Because mm. if you if you look at I think the possession of the game you had sixty six percent and everything had thirty six. Well, my issue with that is that I feel like you're always passing at the back and you're never trying to penetrate the opposition. It's as if as soon as you go ahead by one, I don't know what it is. It's as if he's trying to take control of the game, passing between the midfielders. Um, Passing within the back line, and never. I think you say, um, I think you try to you go forward enough, like you just try to sustain, like you try to keep the ball but not go forward, which doesn't make sense. Eventually, like the, the opposition is going to pressure and get the ball back. No, of course, cool. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think it's for the one of not going forward because they probably do, but I just think the option, the option provided to them. It's just not on. It's just not good enough. So whether it's the movement in front of them or whatever it is, but you can only do so much when you're at the back. You do need options in front of you. Tom, you're a right back, so you know if there's nothing in front of you, there's not much you can do. Because you literally don't have much to do if there's nothing, if there's no one's making an option for you in front. I just don't think it's good enough. So they got to get back onto the training pitch and work out their patterns of play. That's when we do have the ball at the back, what movements are we making to give Thomas a pass, to give Kieran Tierney a pass, to give Tommy Ashu? Pass so we can now progress instead of just keeping it for the sake of keeping it. Um, what was I going to say? Do you think you need another body in that middle of the park? Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. I, we all, yeah. I'm, I'm always going to want more bodies in the middle of the park. It's my favorite position in football, so I'm always going to say, Yeah, buy more, buy more. Go get me Tillemans, go get me um, Chuamini, go get me Rabio. Go, get me. <laughs> I can carry on. So, yeah, so 100%, if he wants man. to get someone, just like just quick from the top of your head. What would you? What piece do you feel like is missing from the middle of the park? Well, a certain player. Yeah, like a player. Yeah, there's there's loads of players. I'd go and get, like I said, Chuamini, um, Fabian Ruiz at um, at Napoli, Luis Alberto at um, at uh, Luis Alberto at Lazio, Pellegrini at Roma. These players that have quality on the football. Mm-hmm. So there's cool. there's loads, man. There's loads. Good. Um, Adi, what are your thoughts on the on the game, and why do you think that Arsenal? Like... Obviously, when you first raised it, you know my argument all the time is, but they're not the only team on the pitch. Mm. Like, 
you have to respect the other team as well. But then I think what Ham said is the reason a lack of quality. So as much as there are two teams on the pitch, <clears throat> when there's a golfing class, you dominate. And you can mm-hmm. dominate for sustain. <laughs> but because... Like Newcastle at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. And... I don't think I show ourselves. <laughs> Because there isn't that golfing class against Everton, that's why you can't continuously do it. You can't do it against the Uniteds as well. So I think I think that's probably the biggest cause. Because my view is always, ah, there's another team now. Don't disrespect the other team. But if you're that much better than them, then there's, there's nothing. Because man, the reason why I even brought it up because it just became a common pattern. Like just every time I watch them, I feel like that's what they do and. And I just thought, after we discussed it on here, I thought, you know what? I know you guys say that, you know what, it's also the opposition, but it's becoming far too regular that it just can't be them. So I do it like, I will accept that. Um, yeah, because we uh, do it as well, right? Yeah. Like, even if you're playing 11 aside and let's say you're winning, after a while, you realize to edge into it a bit more because, like, they have to go for it. You get me? So, but obviously there is more to it than just that. There's there's a lot to it, but I just like to defend. I just like to give some people respect. <laughs> they, they didn't hear just to tick register. Yeah, yeah. yeah I heard that. Um, the second thing I was going to ask was that um, I think you brought it up already, how Mr. Eddie and KTR situation is. I'm, I, I think I, not one thing, I, I, I agree with you and I honestly don't know what the manager is thinking. Somebody does not want. I don't. We don't know whether he is because of the money that he hasn't signed, or he doesn't want to stay at the club. But yet again, you're like on further against United. You brought him on before Pepe, for like okay, cool. That's a one-off. He ended up losing the game. He was. I think they were losing the game anyway when you brought him on. But then today, you want to go. You want. You're winning one nil. You still bring him on before Aubameyang. Bro. <laughs> he, came on before, he came on before Aubameyang. Bro. I mean, that, that was a shocking thing about it, about today's one, because Bro. how's he getting ahead of your captain? What is Aubameyang <laughs> going to do different? And ahead of Pepe. Bro, it's just not as well, bro. <laughs> also, Aubameyang going to do different. It's true. They're both going to miss chances, I think. They're both <laughs> exactly. missing <laughs> But you know what? You know what really pisses me off here is... Um, this is what I, this is this is what really 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 pissed me off. Obviously, him coming on pissed me off. What really pissed me off is I really feel that, and if this is the case, yeah, I'll punch Arteta in the face. If this is the case, yeah, that I feel like he's had a conversation with Eddie, yeah, and said, "I don't want you to leave the club. I will find you minutes, yeah. I'll get you minutes. I want you to stay. I believe in you, yeah." Mm. But it's at the detriment of the fucking football team, bro. We're trying to win a game away at home. This is not the game to bring on Eddie and Kate. We've got Southampton at home. Let's see, fucking play him then or something, bro. We're away. And we're winning 1-0. And we have our striker who's out of form anyway. But it doesn't matter. I'd rather him on the pitch than Eddie. And we've got our record signing on the pitch. I don't care whether what you think of him. I'd rather him on the pitch than Eddie, especially if they're going on the flanks. You played Aubameyang left wing all last season. You played him there when we won the FA Cup. So if you're going to put someone out there, it's not going to be fucking Eddie and Ketiar who doesn't want to be at the club anyway, whether that's because of the money or he wants more opportunities. But I honestly feel that Arteta brought him on against United and brought him on first today to prove a point to him that I want you to stay. I don't give a fuck about that. 
Barrow don't want to stay. Get rid of him. He's not even good enough anyway. Let him go. Absolutely yeah. shocked by Arteta. Yeah, that was fucking shocking today. And obviously, I, I defend him when I can. But I'll, today, there's no defender. That was fucking shocking from him as as a manager to make that sub in a game of this magnitude was a joke. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm with you, man. Because, um, yeah, I just, I, 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 well, I just didn't get it, man. Honestly, didn't get it. Um, but that's what he wants to do, and I think he, I think you're right, Ham. Um, just reminds not they're not the same quality of player, but it's probably the same thing as like you know when Pogba went to League United and Fergie was giving him like the five ten minutes or like twenty minutes whenever he get the chance. Mm. Um, and I think he's just probably trying to give him some some minutes to be honest with you and hoping that he signs a new contract oh, fuck his one... minutes bro he's <laughs> one of the other man fuck his minutes bro get rid of the brother man so, um, cool um, the last bit I was just gonna um, question you on is on your strikers um, I know obviously me every week man I just get on a Bamiyang so that's that's nothing new anyway but um <laughs> Lacazette's come on today. He started today, and he was pretty much non-existent. To be honest with you, I didn't know he was on the bench. On I saw Bamiyan on the bench. I didn't even know, and it was it's unlike it's unlike him. I don't know whether he's he's lost some sense of like motivation because he gets his body around. And one thing about Lacazette is the fact that I know that he can actually ball on like Bamiyan. Like Lacazette can like he can drop into the middle and and play with the midfielders. Um, I don't think he bothered himself today. I honestly don't think he bothered himself. It's, I didn't even know he was on the pitch. He must... <laughs> like, yeah. What are your thoughts on him, anyway? Like, as I said, what are your thoughts on your striker situation? We're in the mud, man. <laughs> we're, we're in the mud. I mean, what I do I mean, dropping Orba, cool. You can drop Orba, yeah? There's nothing wrong with that. You've got two options, innit, when a player's out of form. You can... Out of form or not scoring, two options of a striker. And Ade's played as a striker. Correct me if I'm wrong. You can either play them... You can continue to play them and hope they play themselves back into form, which is Harry Kane. Scored one goal all season. But Conte's not going to drop Harry. He's, his hope <clears throat> is that Harry's just going to start scoring, in it, And that's his... Or you can drop him, which is what Arteta's done. But if you're going to drop him, my thing is whoever's coming in should be a threat to the position. So, so he's actually gonna, you know, like whether he scores or not, he's gonna be a threat to his position. Lacazette is not a threat to Aubameyang's number nine position. He never has been. You have to remember, we bought Lacazette. Yeah? That same January, we bought Lacazette in the summer. That same January, we bought Orba. Lacazette never been our number nine. He was our number nine for like four or five months, and then we bought Orba in January, and Orba came in and started slapping straight away. And Lacazette's confidence, personally, for me has been shot since then. Lack has never scored more than 15 goals a season for us. Lack gets like 13, 12, 12, 13, 14 max in all comps, by the way, for us. Scored one this season, bro. So for me, I'm not... Uh, when, you, when you start Lack up front, it, it means nothing to me. I'm just like, okay, I don't expect him to score. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I honestly, like, if you are, if someone said, oh, Lack is starting today, I'd be like, okay, Zorba, no, okay, so... <laughs> I don't understand him starting. It doesn't mean nothing to me. He ain't going to score. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I, like I said last week, and I would say, I hope the board are sounding out a new striker, a new number nine, because like I said, all ours are in the 30s. Eddie's going to go. And if we're not going to give Folarin Balogun a chance, then 
going to have to go back into the market. But Lacquer, definitely don't give him a new contract. Just let him sell him in January or let him go for free in summer and bring someone in. Now. Cool. Are they thoughts on your guy? Obama, yeah? And Lacquer? I don't know how I can say the same thing one billion times on that over. Like, I still, as, as, as I said, I feel as if he's been stealing from you for a while. Um, and with Laka, I think he's just, he's the, he's not the main striker. Probably not feeling the love. Contract's coming to an end. He's thinking of, but the place he moves to, he's not going to be the top striker wherever he goes to anyway. So, it's a hard time. It's crossroads for his career. Right, cool. Um, right, so that's Arsenal and United done. There's actually, I wanted to ask you guys something. So, um, the one of the journalists asked Pep, was it last week, about Bernardo Silva? I think we actually talked about him um, in uh, on, was in the, on our WhatsApp group because um, I know he was up for sale in the summer, and I was saying, so what? No one, no one was able to. Um, put 40, 50 million together for this player. Um, and Pep obviously said that, they asked Pep, do you think it's the best player in the league at the moment? And Pep said, yes. He didn't even, I didn't think, <laughs> he didn't even have to think about it. What, do you guys agree or disagree? And if you do, if you just give some reasons behind it. All right, I'll let you go first. So, <clears throat> it's good you asked this because I thought about that today. So I was driving this morning and I heard him saying that he's the second best player in the Premier League. And it sort of irritated me because they're very quick to, like literally three weeks ago, somebody else was the second best player or four weeks ago. So I think it's a difference between a player being the best or the second best or the third player best or them being the most informed or the second informed player. I think Bernardo Silva is amazing. That he's the best player in the Premier League? I don't think so. Um, I still think Salah's the best, but I do think he is exceptional. Because I remember when they bought him, I just thought, this is just a photocopy of David Silva, but just moves a bit faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's got he's got the brain, he's got the agility, and agility for me. That with pace, I think you're a monster of a player. His agility is just is something else. But what stands out at the moment, gotten a run in the team, and his form is solid. Right, his form is solid. He's confident, and that's it's going to make him un- unstoppable. Look, he's finishes technique one hundred. But then the same people saying he's the best in the Premier League. Like, and I'm not referring to Pep right now. Uh, different like commentators have been saying it. I'm like, but literally eight days ago, you said it was Salah. Yeah. Um, five days before that, you say KDB. Like, let's, let's sit down and take a breath before <laughs> we, we say things all the time. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, no, it's a hard one, you know. I think if, I, I think if you... I know you said, what, Salah's the best and you would put Bernardo second uh, right now, yeah? Yeah, I'll, I'll put him in my top three or four. 
three or four, yeah. Because the problem with saying the best, right? Just because KDB is injured, do you say he's not? No, I would. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think not. I do. Yeah, for the, for argument's yeah. sake, I think. What I was gonna say to what I was gonna say to count. Go on, to you, sorry. No, no, go on, Ham. I think you're gonna say the same thing along the line. That I was gonna. Say. I was gonna say. Well, I was gonna say. Is playing now. Yeah, exactly. I was to counter your point. I was gonna say. The list is fluid, isn't it, when it comes to best of something? Because we're watching them week in, week out, isn't it? So I think it can be. A, so I think you can say one week you see more at, at a level that you haven't seen someone else play at. And then you watch someone else for a, a week or two or three. Actually, you know what? This player is now playing at a level higher than that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but then, like, form is a short thing, right? And then there's long-term, right? Because you, you, you might see or someone play better than Messi for a season but he's not better than Messi but at that time they asked you that question who's the best player now so if you see Neymar play a season a whole season better than Messi so I'll take and I ask you at the end of the season and I say who's the best player right now you're going to have to tell me his name so I'll even take a season. season I'll even take a season but right now we're, just, we're discussing three weeks we're, talk, we're talking about three four weeks mm. That's the comparison. Okay, let me rephrase the making. question. Who, who do you think has been the best player this season so far? Oh, this so far this season. Hey, yeah. That, that, what, that one is tight. It's tight. It's very... I, think, I think that's what they were asking Pep anyway, though. I think yeah, that's the question so we, they were asking Pep. Yeah, so who's the best player this season so far? Yeah, yeah. So my decision is very cloudy. It was clouded by the discussion I was listening to on the radio this morning because they were, they were going far. They were saying all of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, no, no. <laughs> So that clouded my but I, I think it's I think it's very tight. Obviously you, you appreciate different things from different players. I think if I look at the type of my dream would be it I'll say Bernardo because he plays the type of football I like I like. But yes, it's it's gonna be harder. It's him or Salah, but they they they're different kinds of players. They're they're different. I mean, you can you can say that by anyone, there. You can say that by any player. They're different type of players. <laughs> no, still, I, I but, but their attributes are extremely different. Their attributes are different, but I, I'm going silver just based on what I my preference. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't I can't disagree with you. To be fair, it's just it's based on preference. Yeah, Bernardo Silva. Silva for me has. I was having this conversation with my boy yesterday, actually. Um, for me, Bernardo Silva hasn't changed. Bernardo Silva that I saw at Monaco, yeah. and especially the Bernardo Silva I saw in the 17-18 season when City won it, when he was the best player for them. Still, it's the, he's just reincarnated again this season, but maybe he's adding more goals. So maybe he's grabbing the spotlight a bit more because he's grabbing more goals. You know what the English media is like. Mm. you got to score. you got to score. Modric never scores goals. He scores <laughs> maybe five goals in all competitions, but Modric is still one of the best midfielders you would have ever seen, even at age 36. For me, Bernardo Silva doesn't need to score that, but just his brain. Everything he does, he's always involved in a football game, whereas Mo Salah doesn't need to be involved all the time, but he can decide a game. Mm. He don't have to be in the game all the time. His position is to, to... He's a finisher, isn't it? He's not a winger that needs to beat five men and cross the ball ten times. He's a finisher, whereas Bernardo is almost the heartbeat of everything that City do well now. Obviously, KDB is not playing. The biggest compliment I can pay Bernardo Silva is they don't miss David Silva. I don't think any City fan sits down and think, oh my God, we really miss David Silva. No. 
because Bernardo Silva is David Silva reincarnated. <sighs> Literally. So for me, I would... I mean, for the type of player I like, it would be Bernardo. But I'd say on this season, you'd have to say it's Mo because the level Mo's taking it to is... is it's just, I think, what's what's his what's his goal involvement this season? Like he's played fifteen games, he's been involved in what, like seventeen goals or something. Oh, yeah. Something something ridiculous. So, yeah, something something ridiculous. I mean, the touch for the touch the other day from the diagonal ball from Van Dijk and then the cutback for Origi is just delightful. Is that goal against Everton? Um, Everton. This man was holding him and he kept running. <laughs> Shane Coleman was was on him. So in the Premier League, Salah's got 13 goals and nine assists. There you go. So that's a goal involvement of 20 of what? What's my math saying? 22. 22. In what? In 15 games. Bruh. The next highest assist after him is Dennis with five. Yeah, Dennis has got six goals, five assists. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I think if you're just looking at the colder day, if you're doing the eye test and stats, you probably say Mo. But if Bernardo keeps playing at this level, it's gonna go down to the wires to who's Who's gonna get it? Who's gonna get the individual award at the end of the season? But I push, I'd still say Mo. But I prefer, but I prefer Bernardo as a player. Oh, I like David Jesus, um, Gabriel Jesus. Even though I don't see him on the pitch much. <laughs> what would you say, Tito? Out of them two, right now? No, I think, bro, you you both pretty much summed it up because as I, I said, I love Bernardo Silva. I think it was in the summer, right when um, when Pep announced that um, he went to leave. And I mess and but I knew that because obviously because he's United, there was no way we can get him. But yeah, but I can't deny what most um Salah's doing at the moment, man. So for me, it will probably be Salah. But I think it's quite close. I don't think there's much in between them. No, nah, um, because I think all this while when Salah was doing well and we're saying that he's the best player in the world, Bernardo Silva's playing was playing great too. But as, mm-hmm. as you said, Ham. You you got a spot on because he wasn't scoring the goals, so it was all the things he's doing now. He was still doing then. The only difference is he's adding goals to it. So now because he's scoring goals, and that's all, that's the reason why it's now in front of people's faces now. Um, but yeah, I think Mo is just about now. I think we we could possibly revisit it when we get halfway through the season, or maybe do like a um, team of the season. I mean, what what? Pick a squad so far mm-hmm. halfway for the season or something. They'll both be in it anyway. They'll both be one and two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah. So now I just wanted to get you guys full on it because um, Pep was so sure about it. And I just went, and as Addy say, football nowadays, man, everyone is just so short minded. Like yeah. not too long ago, we were saying that most Salah is the best in the world now. Pep is. Go on, sir. No, go on, go on, go on. No, Pepe's going to say that, though. Pepe's from La Masia. Pepe's from Barcelona. Bernardo Silva yes. is everything <laughs> they teach at La Masia. Yeah. Tight control. Can you take the ball in tight spaces? Yes. Can you take the ball under pressure? Yes. Can you make the right decision? Yes. Can you can you score if needed? Yes. Yeah. There's nothing he can't do on the football pitch. Can you press as like a madman? No one presses more than Bernardo Silva yeah, for that team. He has, the, he has the most quality and he presses the most. The most. Yeah. <laughs> and it... You can't deny his quality, like ever, like his ability. Bro, he's a player. Know, sorry to cut you. Yeah. Uh, if I wanted to show somebody from space, yeah, Bernardo Silva, yeah, you know, I wouldn't show them any other clip other than the assist they gave Jesus against PSG. 
And somebody might say, is that it? No, no, no. Trust me. Trust me. The footballing brain that he needed for that, the, the no. delicate feather touch. Dele- mm, yeah. That's enough. That's enough to know that this guy is levels, bro. Yeah. yeah. And, and as I that you say, when a player has got agility like that and he's yeah. got pace to it, and on top of the pace, he's got the footballing brain, what more do you want? That combination is silly. And like, even when like I used to watch follow Juve a few years back, Ronaldo didn't used to. to he was looking at the baller, innit? I was looking at the baller, bro. I was watching the baller every moment. Yeah, also there's levels above that. So it's the beauty of that type of agility to just glide across the pitch and then bend the ball into the top corner. Oh. Mm, mm. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a see. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a secret my city fan. It's not even a secret. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> bro, I was. You know. You know what. You know what hurts. Yeah, this is what hurts. This is what hurts. I have to watch them because I watch them every chance I get. I watch them. Yeah, because it's like I was saying this to my friend yesterday. It's like we all love food, yeah, and I love eating out. You like to know that. So I could eat out at a local spot, Turkish spot. But me being me, I'm gonna gonna wanna go to Novakov, Signor Sassi, Nobu the top, top echelon places, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And eat there. I love football. I love watching my team. But it's mediocre. It's mediocre <laughs> at best, yeah? I, I love watching City because it's football at the highest level. It's unfair, yeah, for me to watch that on a Saturday, to watch my team today, and if I told me to ask me, why do you think your team is not going to make top four, bro? <laughs> Can you see the fucking quality that this team has? We haven't even mentioned Gundogan. And KDB's not even playing, bro. Bruh. And those are their midfield options. KDB, Gundogan, Bernardo Silva, Rodri. Yeah. Bro, that's not fair. Don't, should I tell you what my options are, T? El Nelly, <laughs> Lokonga, Shaka, and Thomas Partey, Mr. 4 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas. And and also Maitland Niles, bro. Are you taking the fucking bro. piss, bro? Rodri's only shot once or twice this season. Party <laughs> to space and beyond. Nah, man. Yeah, nah. But okay, that, that's that's a good transition, though. What do you not think about Chelsea, though? What, what, what's going on down there, bro? Because obviously, I still think City going to win it. But what do you not think about Chelsea? A little, a little blip. Uh-huh. I'm not going to call it a big blip. Little. It's a little stutter. Um, whew, you know what? I think there are going to be situations where a couple missing pieces in their team can derail them. Mm. Like, Chilwell not being there, I think that plays a, a big part. Alonso's nice and attacking, but he's not. He, I don't think he's as competent or reliable as Chilwell. Um, the centre of the part, Kovacic, not being playing. As much mm. as people forget, he was a big part of their start of the season. He started the season on fire. Yeah, and I think that's a big part. So I think those minor things, this this season's going to be down to the most minimal points. Minimal points. So, like, literally having one or two players not around or one or two to their, to their absolute best, it'll be an issue. So you don't you don't you don't think it's worrying at the moment? You think it's just a little blip? Nah, I get don't their, think get, get their players black. Yeah, I don't think it's worrying. Yes, yet say by Christmas or the New Year, if they've dropped like another five or six points, I'll say six points. Six points was disaster. If they've dropped another <laughs> four points by then, then I'll say okay, we have an issue. Yeah, 
<laughs> United are finishing above Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I think I'm with Adrian. I think he's had to adjust with um, his two strikers going out and now having them back. I think he's finding it difficult to um, to accommodate them now. Um, I think he's used to playing with like the um, the false nine, and um, although they're still creating chances, but I think the difference is when Lukaku comes in, it's slightly different when Lukaku comes in. I don't think um, it's easier to mark Lukaku. Lukaku just he just bases things on strength. He doesn't move around much, um, and he's not. And they're not creating the same chances for him as it's not getting the space. Lukaku needs space to run into, and he's not getting that. Especially like the West Ham game when he came on, like West Ham was defending quite um, tight and compact. Lukaku, I don't think you get the best of Lukaku in, in situations like that. Lukaku needs spaces to run into, and he wasn't getting that at all. So I think if they can get him back on song, um, yeah, no, I think that'll be fine. I just, I'm with Adi. I won't worry at the moment because um, the Liverpool's and the Cities have also had blips where they've lost the team they shouldn't have lost to. Um, West Ham are not exactly any like easy team at the moment, so um, yeah, I won't worry too much. And yeah, and we were they were fortunate, we were fortunate to get a point against against them because they battered us, they absolutely battered, battered <laughs> us. So um, yeah, so I, at the moment I won't worry because the, the they're still creating chances and they missed a few chances on Saturday too. So not at the moment anyway. We'll see how, how it goes moving forward. Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, um, I, I'm here. Me and Tommy are here for the Black Brothers, man. So, Mendy, we love you, man. We don't, we don't want you messing up. But, but even your manager, even, even Tuchel come out and said, Tuchel literally come out and said, I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> Tuchel come out, watched his interview the other day. He said, I don't know what's wrong with him. It looks like he lost a bit of confidence, but he needs to get it back. So, yeah, I mean, he for me, he's still the best goalkeeper in the Prem this season, but. Yeah, if they want to win the league, he's gonna to have to pick it. He's gonna to have to pick it up real quick. Yeah, he definitely has to because even the first goal, I know it was a bad pass. Was it the first or second goal? I know. Yeah, he's got. It's pass. the first one, but he's got to get rid of. The, he's the pass is short, but he's got to get rid straight yeah. away. Yeah, he's got to get rid of it. What was he doing? Yeah. I don't know why he wanted the extra touch. He even kick it out for a corner. What are they thinking? No, but people like to say, oh, he's good with the ball on his leg. No, kick no, the fucking no, ball, no. my yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah get rid of man. So, yeah. No, nah, he's hopefully he bounced back because I can't lie, as Ham say, I don't like the Black Brothers. <laughs> I like them doing well, man. I can't, I can't afford them not to do well. So um, yeah, hopefully he bounced back because he has been good so far this season. Um, yeah, we'll see how how he gets on moving forward. Um, anything else, boys? Um, do you not see that Southampton boys? Um, go Borja, oh, yeah. the Chelsea yeah, boy yeah. on loan. Yeah, there you go. What do you, uh, he's got five for the season, you know, and all these goals, yeah, they've been very tidy, you know. Yeah. And you know, I'm I'm on a striker hunt in it, so <laughs> <laughs> I be looking, I be looking at everybody. <laughs> that was um. Oh, bro, I've been sky. I got a, I got a little list already, bro. I got I got a seven man five seven man strong list already, bro. I just need to fax it over to someone at Arsenal, bro. <laughs> You guys, the next two games are not that bad. You're at home anyway. So you hopefully you guys can beat West Ham for us or something. You'll be doing everyone a favor if you beat West Ham. Well, we, we need to beat West Ham for ourselves, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be doing everyone a favor by being. We need to beat West Ham for ourselves. 
But I don't, that that goal was good. Um, Liverpool, but Liverpool, you know what? You know when um obviously Liverpool's game was a three pm minute, so I watched it. But you know when it was even eighty eight minutes yeah, on flash score. You know I still I still knew they was gonna win the game. Because it's Liverpool, isn't it? You, st- I just there was nothing in me that thought they're gonna drop points here. And when Origi scored, I was just like, oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's Liverpool, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's what they want. Cool. You're just waiting for it, basically. I, I really, really hope. Yeah, you see when Jota got into the changing rooms here. Yeah? I hope everybody royal rumbled him and all 30 <laughs> members of the team laid him down and they all jumped on him, bro. And you know, like you, in school when they used to give you the birthday beats from everybody. Wow. Did you see the chance they missed? That's zero composure. That's zero composure, bro. What are like... you doing? Bro, I hope they flogged him in the changing rooms, you know. He had an old goal to aim at. The two players are in the middle of the Goal, and you kick it straight to them. Like African type player. Trust Boah. me, bro. Boah. Boah. <laughs> nah, man. I was, was gutted, man, because I had him in my fantasy team too. And when I watch, you know, nothing worse when you have a player in your fantasy team and you watch match of the day and see all the chances they miss. Chances they miss. I was gutted, man. Gutted, but yeah, man. Yeah, um, Liverpool, done, Liverpool done their thing, man. Marching yeah, on. Done their thing, man. Done their thing. Um, so, look, is there anything else? Uh, nothing else. I don't think there's any other matches of note, you know? Yeah, no. I mean, obviously, I did, I did already mention the Lucas Moura goal, which was, ugh, it's disgusting, <laughs> man. That was this. <laughs> that was disgusting. But you know that grey goal today, yeah? Every time they replayed it, I still didn't expect it to go in. Oh, <laughs> Even though I knew it was a goal. goal. It, 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 I just still expected it to bounce out. But it was disgusting. It was a beautiful goal, man. Well done to West M to Everton. Made my day today. Until next week. Next week, we'll be back here. You never know. Arsenal might be on top of us again. So, it's just how football works. Man. Ah, so you like on now, bro. You lot's, you lot's running mad now, bro. You like on now. Bye. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun while it lasted. It was fun. It was fun while it lasted. Bye, guys. I don't expect to be this close with you guys again for the rest of the season. Um, I remember. When it, Sam called me. What day did you call me? You said, are you not before the United game? You said, you know what? I'm not too fast if we lose to United because we'll still be two points on top. I was doing all the maths. I was doing all the maths with Mafia. And now you guys are one point clear of us, bro. And your run is just disgusting. You know when I saw that run today, yeah? I was just like, who the fuck put this run together, bro? You guys are not playing anybody of note until the 1st nah, of March, fam. we were suffering. Bro, don't you Nobody think we need a break? break. No, man. No. <laughs> You know what we was going through, bro? No, man. We we was we were suffering week in, week out, bro. No. We we need, uh, we, we need a break, man. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we, we win those games because only God knows, man. Yeah, you got Norwich, you got Norwich away next weekend, anyway, so it should be all right. right. Oh. Should be cool. All right. Um thanks people. Um thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you follow us uh on Instagram and Twitter. The rest of the internet. Rest yeah, the rest of the internet and uh, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah, cool. Be out, boys. Peace. Peace.